1: It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. In the Giants mobile. Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants Podcast Network.
0: Welcome to another edition of the Giants Subtle Podcast, front office edition brought to you by City College of New York, doing remarkable things. Learn more at ccny.cuny.edu. I'm John Schmelk. Had a chance to talk to the Giants Assistant Director of Player Personnel, Dennis Hickey, when we were at the Senior Bowl. We talked a little bit about the Senior Bowl itself, but we also talked about his relationship to Giants General Manager Joe Shane, going back to his days when Dennis was the General Manager for the Dolphins and Joe worked for him. We talked about a couple specific positions, the wide receiver and cornerback spots, not only watching the one-on-ones at the Senior Bowl, but also what they really think are the most important parts of that position, and just um, some general scouting questions in terms of how you evaluate these guys and decide um, what players you want to make New York football giants. It was a fun conversation. But first, if you're into the draft folks, make sure you go check out Draft Season, our draft podcast. Tony Pauline and I break everything down in terms of the draft, top players, mock drafts, rankings lists the combine you name it we're at the senior bowl we've good episodes on that make sure you go check it out it's on the giants mobile app giants.com slash podcast and of course subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms just search for draft season all right and now we're joined by the giants assistant director of player personnel dennis hickey dennis how are you man it's good to see you
1: doing great it's a beautiful day here mobile and watching some football it's great it's a great time
0: absolutely all right let's start here assistant director of player personnel what's your job (laughs)
1: <laughs> a little bit of everything you know over my career I, I pretty much filled out the personnel uh, bingo card just done about everything but it's a it's a great opportunity for all of our staff personnel staff we're you know we believe we're gonna build through the draft so this is a great exposure last year there was about 106 guys that were drafted out of this game so you do the math that's close to 40% of the draft so it's a great time and our coaches are here our scouts are here to just uh, get more insight into these players and uh, kind of put the pieces of the puzzle together.
0: You mentioned you were general manager. You were director of college scouting, director of player personnel. You'd done it all. When you were the general manager in Miami, you had Joe Shane working underneath you. Right. Yeah. So, what was your experience when you were Joe's boss in
1: Miami? <laughs> How'd that go? He was great, um, and you knew back then that he w- he was going to be destined to, you know, keep rising. You know, smart, talented, extremely hardworking. You know, great with people, and uh, you just knew he was a rising star. And uh, he-, he did a great job for us, and um, you know, he just kept. It's, it's been great watching him throughout and getting opportunities and having success and then then following him here, you know, that was a big part of coming here. Um, just excited to work with him and just the amazing job he's done his first year and just a, it's fun to watch, you know, his, his relationship with De- Coach Dayball and just the alignment we have at the top, which it's, uh, you know, that's, that's great for the whole organization and I, and I think you see that in the results. What were some of the things
0: about Joe when he worked for you that you identified that you did think he was heading for bigger and better things?
1: Well, a really talented evaluator. And I'd been on the road with him before. You know, he came up through the ranks. You know, he was a combine scout and then just kept, and you always saw Joe at schools. You knew he was working hard, he was working sources, and he had, he had a keen eye for evaluations. Then I, I got in the building and, and saw the capacity, the workload. It was, you know, really impressive. I was like wow this guy is really out there grinding and working and with the quality as well. So uh, knew, knew he was going to do great things and I'm just excited to be on, on the same team with him again. Now you were the general manager
0: obviously so you know it's not just watching taping guys <laughs> and evaluating players. There's a lot right. more that goes into it right? So what advice were you able to give Joe about stepping into the job and all the stuff that goes along with it that's just not being a scout?
1: Yeah, just uh, stick to the fundamentals of who you are, you know, and, uh, you know, it's still all about people and those relationships, and you, you knew that the talent, the evaluation would come, but just, uh, you know, just keep working, just uh, surround yourself with, with people that you trust.
0: All right, let's talk about the Senior Bowl. What, as a talent evaluator, can you get out of an event like this, being here for three, four days?
1: Well, it's great because you can, you're in, it's a controlled environment, and you get to see there's a lot of small school There's players that are playing different positions, guys that you haven't seen returning punts, that are fielding punts, and it's in an NFL environment. So you get so much out of there, good versus good, uh, that competitive nature, and just see how guys rise to the level of the competition. Um, And plus, for our coaches, this is going to be this is they're entering the uh, evaluation uh, phase, and so for them to get their eyes and get to meet and interview these guys and to see. Uh, the makeup and how the, what makes these guys tick, their story, all the context that leads into a player which is so important for us.
0: How much and in what ways can your opinion of a player change based on what happens here? Because obviously you guys, I'm not going to call out the final report, but you've seen them play all their games already. You kind of have a pretty good scouting report on all these guys. So how can, in what ways can this event change your opinion on guys?
1: Well, you just see different elements of them. Again, there's some utilization. Maybe a guy played tackle, now you see him at guard or center, or maybe a guy played on the outside corner, you see him playing nickel or different positions. That that's a key element, and then just seeing them against quality competition, one on ones. Again, some of those sometimes you don't see that element. It's about maximizing the exposure for these guys, and it, it's a, it's a great and valuable resource for us. And we'll get
0: to the one on ones in a second, I promise. How about having the whole group here together? What's the value of having your whole scouting staff here as a group meeting and just interacting with each other given most of the year they're spread all across the country?
1: Yeah, we, that's a great question. We see ourselves as a collective. You know, there's a lot of different experiences. You know, guys come from different um, teams in different roles, all those things, and we just want to put our heads together. Joe's, very, Joe and Dave's are very inclusive. They they believe in diversity of thought, and so get all the educated opinions together and we're working through and trying to get it right for the new york giants when it comes draft day and and our again our guys you know from uh marcus cooper to scott hamill who we added you know mike de who's over the top jeremy bright who's been who's been here for a long time dj boister um we got hannah burnett on, on the northwest uh, brendan prophet patrick Hanscom, you know uh, marquise pendleton blaze bell you know there's so many of these guys that are here and they do such a great job. They're on the road, you know, working behind the scenes and doing all the detailed work that's going to really equip us to make good decisions as it goes.
0: All right, let's talk about what's going on on the field. Then you yeah. mentioned the one-on-ones, wide receivers and defensive backs. It's the glitz position is what everybody's watching. When you're trying to watch wide receivers, what kind of skills or traits are you looking for when you're watching those wide receivers, defensive back one-on-ones?
1: Yeah, you hit on the key word is traits, right? You want to see, number one, their ease of movement, their athleticism, their quickness, the speed. You know, how they relates, you know, what type of route craft, route detail do they have, what foundation. And again, some guys are further along because they come from different programs, other guys. But you also want to see how they improve from day one in a new environment, you know, day three. And then the game, you want to just see their progression because you want to see guys on a trajectory in that way.
0: It's one position, but they all come in different sizes, shapes, and skills, right? So what... Does your group favor? Do you like the big catch radius, the bigger guy? Do you want the separators? What are some of the things that are the most important to you guys as you judge these guys that play the same position but are very different and how they go about it?
1: Yeah. What great thing about our offensive staff is they're going to utilize the skill set you know that they they have. So whatever they do well, they're going to maximize that. So guys come and get it done in a lot of different ways. You know, some through quickness and separation, others through catch radius, others through you know finding holes in zone and just beating beating running good routes. They do it a lot of different ways, and so you just want to make sure you identify that and make sure it fits where we're going to play them at our place.
0: All right, let's jump over to cornerbacks. What are the important traits that you're looking for them as they're trying to shut down those very talented wide receivers you're watching? Yeah.
1: Well, the athleticism, reactionary athleticism, being able to match and mirror uh, finish on the ball, the ball skills, being able to locate downfield, um, being able to vision on the ball, you know, playing multiple Coverages, vision—you know whether you have vision on the ball or whether you're playing press man or just doing all, all different things—they have different skill sets. But just watching them within that and seeing what how they can help us and add value to the Giants—and
0: I have to imagine working with a guy like Wink, who's pretty clear about what he wants out of that position. Right. I imagine yeah. having him and understanding what he wants makes your job finding the guys that'll fit what he likes to do a lot easier, right?
1: Right. That—that's that, what's so uh, you know great about our organization. We have a clear vision. Of what we're looking for it's a it's a big competitive edge for us because we know what we're looking for and there's consistency and that's some of the things we we do in training camp coaches come in and they just lay out okay these are the kind of guys we're looking for and what fits us and so it makes it easier you know want guys you can play man coverage get the ball back um, tackle there's a lot of different skill sets that they have to bring to add value to us but the great thing is there's clarity And offensive side of the ball defensive side of the ball and that, that makes our job a lot easier.
0: Just a couple more traits. You mentioned traits and how important they are. How do you balance that with a guy that's toolsy, but maybe he doesn't have the production in college, but then you have the guy that, all right, you know, it doesn't run the best 40, you know, but he gets open and he gets it done. He gets production. How do you balance
1: those two things when you're trying to evaluate these guys? Yeah, that, that, that's the hard part about scouting, right? How, how, how do you weigh those things? And that's that's what, as a scout doing this over a lot of years, You just keep working to conviction, you know, and some guys get it done a different way. But if you watch enough tape and you believe in the makeup of the guy, that he'll be able to reach his potential and be able to impact us in those ways.
0: And it's funny, I'm going to follow up on that because that was my next question. How can you figure out which guys are going to meet that promise, right? I mean, I imagine that's the hardest part of scouting. It's easy to tell you what the guy can do now, but knowing what he's going to be in five years. Is that what the interview process is for? How do you figure out? Whether or not these guys will, in fact, do the work necessary and whether or not your coaches can get the most out of them to, for those traits to turn into production. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, you nailed it. It's the character and the makeup that determines whether they can reach their ceiling or not and maximize what they have from the physical skill set wise. So that's, that's why we do a lot of research, talk to a lot of sources, spend a lot of time investing into what makes these players tick, what motivates them, because we want typically makeup. And again, we're, we believe in that. That's a core belief of our organization of getting quality people as TD. You hear that, right? Uh, Being a pro, you know, those are the guys that we want because we know under our coaching staff, they'll be developed and reach their potential.
0: It's on the shirt. I know about it. Don't worry. (laughs) Uh, How have you evolved in, in, in in how you look at this event over the years? You know, football's changed a lot, right? The way it's played. What's your favorite? How is your, um, just ability to evaluate? Change and evolve throughout the years at this event, and in general, the way the way the NFL has
1: changed over the last five, ten years. Yeah, you know, you're constantly looking back, really, and it's what our team. You know, you have different um, schemes. I was at, I've worked under a four man front for my entire career until coming here. Oh wow! And so, you know, that's a lot of learning process. So, you're we believe in reflection, and so like we're always going to be looking at last year's class, draft class, three years ago, the success, and we try to learn from those guys of what's the common denominators that are making these players, however however we felt about them, successful. And then we constantly, kind of like machine learning, we keep getting better and better. That's the hope.
0: All right, final question. NILs It's a big topic. In the end, is that going to help you guys? Because it seems like guys aren't rushing to come out of school now because they can go back to college, get a little money, right? And then they maybe come out a little bit more seasoned than they would before. So in the end, is this actually going to help you get guys more ready for the NFL to come out because... Some guys will be more willing to go back to school instead of coming
1: out maybe before they're ready. Yeah, it, it, that's an interesting concept just because we're still waiting to see the result and h- how that plays out. But yes, they're, they're coming back. I mean, this year, how many six-year seniors and several of them here, you know, they have that much more experience where you're not getting as much as the undeveloped, you know, three years and out type guys. So still kind of waiting to see that, how that plays out. Dennis Hickey, the Giants' Assistant Director of Personnel. We appreciate it, Dennis. Thank you. Appreciate
0: it, John. That's Dennis Hickey, the Giants' Assistant Director of Player Personnel. We thank him for joining us, and as Joe Shayna said, he's basically right now uh, the team's quasi-director of college scouting, so he's kind of managing the scouting process for the draft. So um, really good talking to Dennis and getting a feel for how he and his staff and obviously working with Joe Shane and the coaches are looking at these players and, and what helps them determine what players they want to become New York Giants. Really fun conversation. We thank him for joining us out there in Mobile in between practices at the Senior Bowl. It was a good time. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Giants Total Podcast Front Office Edition. Brought to you by the City College of New York, doing remarkable things. Learn more at ccny.cuny.edu. For Dennis Hickey, I'm John Schmelk. We'll see you next time.